0: Everybody. welcome to the podcast. I am James, one of your hosts, and I would like to welcome you in for a very special episode of the Polarized Podcast, where we talk about polarizing movies, polarizing films, polarizing cinema, and we hash it out, and we try to decide how we feel about it, but the reason that we are here is because these people on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics and the audiences, they disagree on the movies that we talk about. Maybe the critics like it. Maybe the audiences hate it. Or vice versa. And it's the former today. The critics love this comedy. The critics love this action comedy. Made in 2016. Ought, ought one six, An R-rated action comedy. Critically favored. Keanu. A one-word movie. One of those one-word movies. Uh, and... The name is the name of one little kitty cat. I am James yet again, just to (laughs) remind you, had you not uh, taken that in, but it is not just me and I would like to bring in my very, very special. There's a lot of special things happening today and I want to introduce you to my friend, my co-host, straight from the bar, the great Brandini is here yet again. Hey yo, oh. hey yo, James, how's it going? Hey Brandon, what's happening?
1: Man, it felt so good to hear you introduce this podcast because it's been a minute, and it's it been feels good to be back, baby.
0: Yes, let's
1: I'm feeling good about it though. How about you? You? you I you feel doing great. Okay? You yes,
0: I. It's been. It's been yeah. a minute. I. I took mm. a. I took a little trip. Uh, took t- a little trip a took little a trip, little trip with me with brandini uh to to europe and, up, and that up. was yep. fun and i'm back now and it's uh it's holiday season i'm i'm enjoying myself now i'm, I'm not sure when this will be coming out but it's uh it's keanu i'm
1: coming up.
0: time baby and i miss yeah. being here and i miss uh talking about movies with my friends and all the movies that we talk about people disagree on uh sometimes even we disagree on things uh, you know but uh, uh we're gonna I, see I, how I, how we <laughs> feel about this one you know by the by the end of things not often not often usually a lot of times we do agree spoiler alert we do agree on a lot of our a lot of our stuff but i i I, he loves uh, and
1: hates of these movies you know uh-huh. i think we 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 tend to agree similarly often uh but we do lean one way or the other
0: yes and i recently asked you to make a letterbox list i want i almost want to make another one of like one word movies like the what are their best one word movies and this uh oh. yeah best or worst one word movies whatever they may be i think this is scream. Uh, what was that scream Scream? Ah, Scream, What's yes. What's another one? Uh, the, the new Wonka movie. <laughs> I, I haven't even seen it yet. Uh, Wonka? Okay. Okay. No, uh, no uh, and Maestro. Damn it, I'm thinking of all the new movies that I haven't seen yet. Damn it! <laughs> Napoleon. Napoleon? Ah, oh, no, I haven't seen that either. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Uh, damn it. Yeah, see, now yeah. I can't even answer my own question. This is, uh... This is one that's going to just gradually throughout the episode. I'm going to think of uh, another gladiator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, no, it's just cool. going to J- gradually jaws. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to gradually come. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's
1: like a tick you yeah. know? throughout this episode. Get ready for, uh, yeah. Just us to, you know, keep, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every now and then, uh, and this is not just any ordinary episode. I want to say right now as well. We have a very special guest joining joining us for this app. Did you know that Brandon? I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Were you made aware of that? Yes,
1: yes. I was phoned about it.
0: Okay, okay, good. I don't want to like <laughs> I, you should probably up you, should, up. you should probably be sitting down for this cuz yeah. motherfucking Chip is here too and he is going to be joining us. Here. For ring ring ring
2: ring. Here. Hello, it's me. How's it going, gentlemen? How are we tonight?
1: <laughs> ring ring on the chip phone.
2: God, I was answers the call. there's another one word movie. I was just uh, thinking about it, but I know it's oh. that's one technically one word, right? Is it not? Wait,
0: what's that Kevin Costner movie called? Waterworld.
2: Field like, of Dreams. What's the golf
0: one? Bagger Vance. No. I'll no. find out. But Waterworld is a is a one word. It's a
1: one word. It's mm-hmm. one word.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Chip, glad to have you finally on Tin the cup. pod.
2: It's two Tin words. Tin cup. Tin cups. Close. Two words. It's only, it's only six letters. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tin happy cups. to be here, Brandon. Uh, yeah. Oh, appreciate man. the uh, invite.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to have you on this pod for a while, and we were talking about it, and the, we were talking about what movies we should do to get you on here and uh yeah you had told me that you have kind of a personal connection to this movie and i was like well then we have to it has to be that because it is polarizing and uh so yeah i'm i'm excited for you to be on here especially yeah i I think you've been kind of bearing the lead even with me on the story a little bit i know you had mentioned it slightly but yeah
2: yeah so uh the year was 2016. Um, the movie was just coming out, and we were really excited to see it. It looked kind of silly, as you know. Like uh, uh, Jordan and uh, Keegan are yeah, making these P. P. awesome movies. They're doing these great comedies, and uh, you know, it was P. a P. couple P. buddies. Just in line. ended
1: yeah. to put, yeah. provide some context. Kim Peel really just ended. This is something that overall was a pretty reverent show. I think it had like five seasons all in all um
0: huge on yeah, youtube guys- it was like huge on like reruns and well mm-hmm. uh, the, like youtube was a big thing like people would wa- mm. wouldn't even watch the show they would watch this the sketches on youtube and then pass around totally. the, the single sketches and those would hit really big and people wouldn't even watch it on comedy central and that was a clear indicator of of the things to come
1: that's so interesting, too, to think about it in context to how well a lot of these jokes land and don't land, because there are parts of this that are funny and other parts that you could argue are not funny, and we'll get into it. And to think about this show being just mainly watched as highlight reels on YouTube makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm. This sectioned out that way, kind of this movie, but continue. Uh, yeah, Jim, can, your can, story, please.
2: these dudes hey these dudes were just you know funny they're like yeah. you know knee slappers right you know the the quotables kind of like when we were younger and watched uh the chappelle show and i know that mm-hmm. you know they pretty much you know took off right after you know where he, he kind of left off so mm-hmm. you know we were getting ready to go watch the show and or the movie and uh kind of excited about it and um we might have pre-gamed a little bit you know as one might do for kind of a silly action comedy stoner
1: comedy oh my god absolutely yeah for sure
2: and uh you know maybe you know, we gotten into some some edibles beforehand and then i think we went to uh friends of ours and did like a bottle share beforehand so we were you know drinking these big craft beers that are you know really famous here in san diego and uh, we this got the bright the idea i'd
0: say that's the right idea for for this movie yeah
2: Mm -hmm, absolutely yeah you know just kind of load it up and and have a good time you know it's a buddy comedy kind of you know or so we're expecting and uh we kind of we we decided it'd be a good idea to maybe hey let's go get some food in our bellies before and uh so we there was an outback steakhouse it's you know right around the corner from one of the the closest movie theaters oh my god (laughs)
0: We talked about Outback. It so, came up once before we started recording, so I'm, this is ex- an exciting callback that only I, we are aware of, but <laughs> carry on. It's a
2: recurring theme in my life, James. and <laughs> I am a big proponent of Outback Steakhouse. Uh, it's, you know, if anybody happens I, I, I to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. Every uh, yeah, you know, it's their they're fan favorite in the Barnhart household. Uh, That's, that has the Bloomin' Onion, correct?
1: correct
0: yes
2: yeah the OGs I think they were they invented it I believe right what's that yes
1: yeah and then what the Chili's guy took it because it wasn't like patented or some shit like that I'm not sure was it it John Chili no John Chili but you know what else I love about Outback is they they give you that like squaw bread on that cutting board with the big
2: knife Oh, we has no, <laughs> <it. laughs> got that board with the hole cut in it. Got that hole cut in it for the buttercup, too. Oh, is the butter, butter pretty, cup. like, melted, too?
3: <laughs> Why
1: don't you I'd say it's...
2: Oh, continue. I like that jam. That's a good song. <laughs>
1: yeah. Buttercup, baby, won't you bring me down,
2: bring me down. Mess bring me out. around and then you worst, you worst of all, Never call, of baby, baby, when you, stay, when you, you say will. you will. But I love you still. so uh, that song was do, about like that, uh, the next that outback bread. commercial.
1: <laughs> yeah, please call us outback.
2: Knock us down outback. for yeah sponsorship right now. Yeah, uh, right now. so we go to all right, so we go to Outback. <laughs> we drank a couple of Fosters. I think the bartender convinced us because it was like two dollars for one of those cans. And if you it's don't also, know
1: those yeah, it it's like 30 ounces or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: Australian for beer.
1: <laughs> it's also Australian for beer. So you actually uh, didn't even get a Foster's, you got a whole other beer. But in at Outback, anytime you you know order a Foster's, it means beer.
2: We were having a good time, man. It was fun. <laughs> uh I, I'm I'm kind of a long-winded storyteller, so I'll try no, to. No, no, uh, oh, oh, no, that's okay. that's what we're here for. A, I don't want to I, mean, I don't want to take up too much no, time no, to tell I mean, this. Oh I mean, no, we have no. all the time in the world. So we I think we probably ordered the kookaburra shrimp for sure. You know, they have these outback fries. I forget what they call them. It's some really cheesy Australian name.
0: But they're like steak course. fries. And, they're like thick ones.
2: But they're like they've got like cheese and chives and oh, uh, they're yeah. like loaded. Yeah. Um fucking shit, yeah. Something man. I'm sure Australia is not comfortable <laughs> with. You know? I love that. Bacon, shit. you know. Che- yeah.
1: Cheese and chive, man. Oh,
2: extra chive. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah we had a good time and uh <laughs> afterwards you know we're walking over to the uh, movie theater which is probably about like 500 feet it's really close it's that's like close a very time. convenient place to go eat beforehand they probably uh, have shout a to roll
0: yawn over there that. am i right
2: <laughs> I, you know th- that's something that they should come up with they should uh, like a wheelbarrow or uh you know like a wheelchair or something you know mm-hmm. the, what if they
1: just hired that little train in the malls to just oh. pick up people out front of it. You know, you build wow. a track.
2: That's, that's right. In,
1: that's right <laughs> I'm going to the movies. <laughs> it's, it's just a train filled with of small children and yes. drug adults. <laughs> <Drunk pets. laughs> I took the train to the movie theater.
2: <laughs> They're going to see like I don't know. Peppa Pig, the movie, you Wonka. know, some dads, yeah, Wonka. Mm-hmm. So get over there, walk into the theater, and we're feeling pretty good at this point, okay. uh, as one would, you know. You know yeah, oh, well, for uh, sure. It's like a Wednesday or something, you know. Uh, walk in, movie theater, by the way, uh, you know, typically speaking, <laughs> the, the snacks are going to be very, very expensive. Um, this particular movie attendant, man, he was on it that night. Walked up. I think you could tell that we were uh, we were ready. And um you know, my typical order would be junior mints, of course. Gotta get the junior mints. Big shout out to junior mints if they're not currently sponsoring, they should be. Um yes, please. But L-Ban junior
0: mints, talk to us.
2: Yeah, yeah. You didn't know this was gonna be a branding call, actually. Uh just you know, marketing.
1: Um, a, a Brandon call you saw. Oh, oh,
0: hello, that's me. <laughs> All
2: <laughs> yeah. right, timeout. Time no, cheers. Time out. Cheers. <laughs> cheers.
0: Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bottoms up. <laughs>
4: Anytime
1: there's a brand related bun, you have to take a drink.
2: <laughs> oh, we will be I... three sheets to the wind it. as
0: a, as <laughs> one might say. Yes.
2: I might run out of stuff to drink. <laughs> 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 so we go go ahead my bad.
0: oh no i just wanted that i just was gonna remind brandon i really need that like printed out list of the nicknames so we can keep them keep track of them all and that's all continue
2: please oh yeah yeah okay so we will dive back into that because i too need to know where we stand because there's some i think there's some new ones that i'm not caught up with yeah So I'm ordering food from this guy. I get junior mints, popcorn, and like a large cherry coke, because there's something about movie theater cherry coke, it's just like oh it's uh, so good. With that pebble ice, you know.
1: Shut the fuck up. I I want it.
2: So I think I get like a large popcorn, and the guy looks at me, he's like classic salesman. He goes, you know, you can get an extra large for just a quarter more. And it comes with a free refill. And I I just told the guy, I was like a quarter I'm sold. I'm sold. And he goes, you know what, man, I'll do you a solid. He's like, I don't want to interrupt your movie. I'll go ahead and pour you the refill right now. I've never had that happen to
0: me in my history of movie going. That's, that's amazing.
2: It was, uh, it was exciting. Um, (laughs) it's exciting. So you're really getting your money's worth. So I'm walking out of there, you know, my eyes are as wide open as they could get. Did you do double uh, cherry
0: Coke or did you mix it up for the second?
2: No. Well, so the. the. Bev's the not. Pop- re- yeah. The po- popcorn was the refill. No, uh, not on the drink, uh, but the drink was like, you know, uh, you could see my hands here. I don't know if everybody can, but it was, it was a like a <laughs> it was cool. off the screen. It was, tough, it was yeah. off the screen. Mm. Yeah. It was like a yard bird. <laughs> 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 but, you know, if my hands are full. It's, you know, it's. Now we're talking trouble here. So we start walking towards the theater. We're all excited. We're jazzed up. We got the popcorn. We got the junior mints. And I don't know. I'm kind of clumsy guy. I got to spit my gum out before I start walking, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I tripped and I dropped the, uh, the (laughs) refill. (laughs) Already. And I think it was right in front of like the guy that like sweeps everything up in the theater. (laughs) We're not even inside the movie yet. And I just looked at him and I was I'm just dying laughing. I can't keep it together. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Like, he's like, it's yeah, sorry, man. You want to go get another one? I was like, you know, it's probably a sign. I don't need it. Um, We get in the theater. The three of us walk in. As I'm sitting down, I drop the other box of popcorn. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. It's so much popcorn. It's on the ground that I like. Like a surgeon would, you know, I just scooped the top layer that wasn't touching the ground Oh no! back into the box. It wasn't like a lot, but I was like, I wanted a little bit of popcorn. <laughs> Naturally, you <laughs> had two, two Naturally, buckets yeah. were, 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 <laughs> you were like, but a <laughs> moment ago. <laughs> but you guys got to think like, no less than, I mean, couldn't have been three minutes prior this guy had given me the equivalent yeah. of like I don't know six bags of popcorn, like, like if you were to full, make it at home.
1: Yeah, like a full tall size trash bag. Yeah,
2: but yeah. It, like imagine going a, back too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that's a good. I love that analogy. That's a good one. Yeah. But imagine, I mean, going back to this guy, not you know, just a mere couple minutes later, and saying, <laughs> I lost, "Hey, lost I ate, I ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me some more."
3: You said free I <laughs> <bills>. <laughs>
2: so, Yeah, you know, just feeding everybody in the theater. I'm just going around <laughs> passing it out.
3: <laughs> I know you about of, those little trays. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the story wraps up pretty quickly at this point. So we're all sitting down, we're having a good time, and we watched the movie last night, actually. So I was trying to figure out the point of cutoff here. So. At some point, I fell asleep pretty early on in the
1: movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you paid for for a nap. (laughs) That's what we call (laughs) paying for a nap.
2: And when I mean early, I'm I'm really early. Uh, Maybe like (laughs) about the time they go see Will Forte in the movie. Damn, I was almost going to say like
0: when they go in like the... When they're in the waiting out in the car with the Anaferris situation, I feel like that would be the moment. But yeah, that's
2: you, you oh, knocked man. out early. I was shocked to see uh Anaferris yeah. in this movie when I watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Same. Sure. Same. Fell asleep. Yeah. And then I woke up kind of towards the end uh of the movie, like in the big like well, I don't wanna I don't know how we do this. I don't wanna no, spoil for it. Oh them. yeah, oh, yeah. When the, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming people watch the movie if they're listening to this, but
0: there were loud noises happening. You're like, Wait, what is the my
2: in, right? And the car explosions and you know, Luis Guzman is you know <laughs> about to get killed. And I wake up and I'm like, What's going on? And I look over and I see the two guys that I'm with they're just sound asleep as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was my experience with Keanu, and I was—I hadn't seen it again until last night. So I'm excited to talk about it again.
0: And then my friend Brandon asked me about like what I would want to do for a podcast about discussing a movie in depth, and I'm like, well, why not
2: that one movie that I fell asleep for? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I remember everything about the night. Perfect I don't choice. remember the movie. Perfect you choice. Know? <laughs>
1: yeah you're like it's It's like you're making up for missing the movie now you have to talk about it for like ignos- yeah. <laughs> this, is,
2: this is my book report right this is uh, yeah. this is i this hope is your uh, makeup test <laughs> i hope he'd, he'll see this or hear this and know that you know i i'm not one of those critics you know i mean well, i'll tell people- you you know
0: well that's what's so weird about this one i mean this is a critically favored movie this, very this is not i mean th- i feel like it was very bizarre it was made for those moments of like i got really high and fell asleep for for uh yeah, the whole thing keanu like that seems like the yeah. like the almost the intended effect in, in some ways of like this is not this is an hour and a half sure. action comedy this is meant to be fun and not to be taken like every little Ser- you know, piecemeal like critically you know yeah, it- but, but the critics love it yeah
1: if anything, and you would have even even have having fallen asleep to the entire thing, you have a high propensity or at least you would still probably, if given the opportunity, rate this movie as an audience <laughs> member highly just by the concept alone. So it's just so shocking that once, you know, the rubber meets the road on these audience scores that people uh, write is that everybody's like, this is aggressively mid and I, and we don't <laughs> like this. It really blows me away because from a critic standpoint, there's a lot in this movie that I don't get where they're finding these. um Yeah. These, these positive things to um, highlight really.
2: Yeah. From uh sorry, you can't hear that notification. Can you? Nope. No, you're good. Okay, cool. I hear it, but I just want to make sure you don't, I don't want it to. No, I think uh, it's an interesting take, right? So the audience didn't like it very much.
0: No, Not as much as the, crit- the, as the critics to remind everybody it's a 78. 78- certified fresh percent critic- critically reviewed movie and it's a fifty five percent uh yeah not so not so hot and spicy tomatoes for the for the audience they're they're feeling more like lukewarm sort of uh rotten varietal of of tomato tomato
1: i some you know i i will give to put some context to this situation, right. is like I had mentioned when you were at the start of your story chip is like, and James assisted in letting us know that he and Peel was a huge deal. Like people really did enjoy a lot of people really did enjoy that show. And a lot of it has to do like that momentum. I think they kind of left at a height almost. It's not like Key and Peele, I think left at you know this is all run its course. Everybody kind of wants them to lead. I think they made right. the smart decision to go like, no, we want to be in more movies because we're movie stars, and this is their first real
0: outing. I mean, at Jordan that. Peele, As- especially what he does after this. I mean, sure. which. So
1: to that, and we'll, and I am would love to talk about Jordan Peele's career, but it really blew me away that he didn't direct this movie. Well, it didn't by um, honestly 15 minutes into it because this movie looks atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> like I uh, despise the way this movie looks because it has this like weird fuzz on a majority of it. And then the color correcting is all over the... Oh, anyways. Yeah, so like uh very surprised he didn't direct this movie and which also kind of feeds into like i just yeah it really blew me away that the critics were into this because the filmmaking and directing of this movie i think is so aggressively mid so underwhelming it doesn't look good and whatnot but again to pull it back to the uh, main actors both really exciting talents that i think people are like these guys are going to be you know huge and they are huge i mean god we're i mean uh keegan Mike, and michael key is right i'm so, God, am I saying that right yeah um There yeah. yeah, you go. yeah is in wonka which just came out you know what i, I was mean? gonna say yeah and then he's
0: he's in he loves those one-word movies what can i say
1: he loves those one-word <laughs> movies uh and then uh, and then let's talk about jordan peele before you know uh his career after this is really incredible wow yeah. what a what a strong voice what a interesting director that we, that he turned out to be that people really pay attention to. And me and James just had the opportunity. It was a little underwhelming, just like this movie, in my opinion, uh, at studio tours, there's a whole uh, Nope section. Now I had no idea that that existed.
0: Universal the, Studios Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
1: Oh, Oh, I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if it was a um not at Orlando, but um, rightfully so. Because Nope is a, I th- it is an important movie. I know I a lot of people are kind of mid on that. I, I'm curious, how do you? What's your? Where are you at with Nope? How do you feel about Nope?
0: Uh, me or or Chip? Either one.
2: I've personally not seen the movie, so that's a it's a tough one for me to answer on. But I know what the movie's about, and I know what the, the direction it was supposed to take. And I, from what I understand, it was a pretty pivotal movie right it's a it's a very
1: interesting movie for sure yeah i like then jane i like
0: nope a lot i like it i I like the movie nope a lot um to me i want to watch us again speaking of his body of work because i don't remember a lot of that movie and i feel like i need to watch it again however with nope it was extremely memorable for me some of the bigger moments of that movie and i think that speaks to his ability to come up with fresh ideas in a in a horror sort of way but then there were things in that movie that seemed to be really concerning the internal qualities of of the character and what they were going through and not being so obvious about uh how you should feel about a popcorn you know flake where you're you're watching uh yeah, like kind of like a fun horror horror sort of quality sort of movie, but then it makes you think a little bit extra as well. Um, But very memorable moments within that movie that are done in a fresh way that transcends the bounds of sci-fi and horror and dabbles into, you know, the twilight zone of it all. Um, And yeah, Get Out is, is obviously something that has brought on, I would say like a new wave of horror along with House and everything too, but the, a new wave of what horror movies can do in general. And I like that. It's not, he has done amazing things within horror, but I think within sci-fi and even fantasy or yeah, more, more sci-fi, I guess is is something that I'm very excited about. And he seems to be expanding out as well where we just Brandon and I talked about him doing death stranding or, or no, he's doing a, Hideo Kojima video game. That's not Death Stranding. He's doing, um, OD
1: is what it's called.
0: Yeah. Like, a some sort of horror video game we experience don't know. with, know. Uh, we don't really know <laughs> Hideo Kojima and, and that's,
1: it's going to be an experience. That's a great, yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Is going to be an experience. Uh, but that's Chip, sort of like modern ways. Hideo Kojima at movie. all. Do you know who we're no. talking
2: about? I'm not, okay, I'm so, not familiar with the name, but maybe the work, if you, uh,
1: Oh, yeah' for, if he's done anything I, other absolutely, so yeah, he's responsible for the Metal Gear Solid franchise, um
2: oh yeah, and, sure,
1: you yeah, see. absolutely, and then he he made this game like on his first like honest outing as just him, not to say that um okay, like when I just mean like really hit, like the blank check, if you will, uh you know Good for movie, him. by the way, yeah oh absolutely but a look, classic like, for you me know, as a child uh, insanely <laughs> good classic for me as a child that was such a big movie for me i watched it all the time Sorry. on BHS. um but he made this game that me and james love called death stranding and um it is a ambitious video game in its storytelling narrative And it is very weird, and it is dense and expansive, and really kind of tough to get into. But it is the most rewarding experience if you like really just kind of let yourself get washed over and become a part of this game. Horror sci-fi,
0: like I mean, it's kind of a match made in heaven. I feel like both of them Mm. kind of cover that umbrella of like horrific, but like sci-fi sort of elements, which is my favorite version of horror at least. I love I love sci-fi in general but like alien and and all that kind of stuff and uh I'm excited to see what they do. I wouldn't expect after this movie for him to take the leap to do Get Out is something that is is pretty surprising and and, and amazing. incredibly it's cool surprising. that Keegan-Michael Key's able to continue his acting career. There's like the rightfully the, so the he's
1: te- funny and very charismatic. Yeah, yeah there's this TV yeah. show.
0: I think it's on Apple TV Plus where I forget the name. it's a it's a nonsense word the name of the show but it's him and Cecily Strong and it's about they like go into a world where it's a music it's a musical oh cool they go, they're wow. like, just from the regular world and they go into the world and it's all everyone's singing in musicals whenever something happens and That's it's so a really good pair head. and he's a really good casting choice yeah. for that uh, and it's not a terrible very show or anything, but it is. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't is stick with very, it. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Um, it's a lot to handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. And I'm sure. It looks fun so and I, okay, yeah.
1: I was never part of um drama in high school, but James was, and I can understand because I know, you know, friends that James would be in drama with, and people that I've also grown up in my life who had been in drama. Because my whole thing is like drama. Musicians are really my favorite friends, um, and there are some drama people that are extra AF and I can, at times Keegan oh, yeah. Michael Key gets a little extra and which I think it just works so well for me just to have as like a, you know, something that sits always in the back of my mind informing me of like, or being present when I'm thinking about uh, Keegan, Michael Key uh, is that improv movie that Mike Merbiglia. We, we, didn't we do that on the podcast? What is it? It's like, uh, don't think twice don't, oh maybe not on the, on this podcast but on the progenitor podcast that got us here um ah. he's in uh this movie that mike berbiglia wrote and directed that was uh,
2: uh is it the drinking buddies movie or no it's this movie about
1: knows. improv and it's amazing and keegan michael key is oh yeah in and, it. He and he wrote a book about
0: his... improv as well keegan michael key
1: did he i mean he's i saw it at I, the I airport
0: recently and i was like wow
1: incredible improver because he's sure. such a guy that's like down to get on board with what you're doing and like will like you know overall has like a kind nature to him that wants everybody to win and i and that kind of is part of his character in this it uh, is <laughs> you know him 100 what, what is it a, like a uh not an hr person but like
2: he works for the u.s government like, i think doesn't he
1: right something along but those he, lines he like builds teams like he, not a, he's not a consultant but yeah like he's a, it works for the government in the capacity of like uh coming in and like training teams it seems like right that's
0: one of the best parts of the third act is that arc coming to fruition the team building exercises that he yeah. does like yes i know yes. I'm, 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 I'm jumping ahead but like there's a point where the movie there's a couple points in the movie where they kind of grounds to a little bit of a standstill. And then, then it'll bring it back a little bit in those moments. There'll be like really funny jokes within those moments. That'll keep me going. And I was about to almost tune out in that last action scene. And when the minute that happens of like, Oh my God, they're communicating and look (laughs) at that made the Uh, whole scene.
1: okay. Gotcha. I'm head. okay. I'm going.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, and then yeah. It, that's that. It was set up long ago, and then the minute they drop it that, they need help. <laughs> it <laughs> makes <laughs> the whole action scene just so satisfying as a whole. Like oh, not even just one moment. It's like a joke that keeps on giving because like every single thing that they do is. Action base, which is what you want for an action comedy is like, oh, they're doing the slow motion thing or passing ammo or whatever. But then it's also a joke, like to be able to laugh at the same time that they're shooting. And and like, that's that's exactly what you want, where Mm -hmm. I think this movie hits its stride the most. And then there are some other times where they lean really heavily on Jordan Peele's writing slash their ability to improvise, which Mm -hmm. for the most part is is solid. But then there are some. Yeah there's some moments where it just kind of like it, it, it vamps a little, little too long. And and for me, uh, it was kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of just uh, talking about the movie mm-hmm. as a whole, but I mentioned the Anna Faris scene and everything too. I think that moment kind of, I did not care for that rounds yeah, to sure. a hall where it's like, there's what's going on inside the house and outside the house just goes on a little bit too long where that could be one moment in the movie and said, like you were saying, that was a great point where you said earlier, Brandon, where this movie ends up being Uh, like means to have different sketches and means (laughs) to have like moments of like some of some of them. We'll have have key in the car with with these guys and we'll have Jordan Peele and Tiffany Haddish and with Annie Ferris and and then we can just riff on both of those different scenes. And there's a lot of and I'm and I'm picking that part that scene in particular because I think that just where it's the most egregious where it's just like we got to get our Anna Ferris time and we got to get our time to kind of uh riff it out a bit, but. His writing, his writing is 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 one of the stronger elements of of the movie in a lot of ways of how to be able to structure a movie that is an action comedy where everyone is playing it straight in day and age where I think now it is very Deadpool y and very meta and um, hard to be sincere in a in a I don't know Naked Gun sort of a Leslie Nielsen sort of way I know we're big yeah, uh, yeah. Big, big fans of him but I think this movie does well and and at least Airplane. for the most part like yeah like playing it playing it somewhat straight um but yeah we can we can go through it a little bit through through the motions a bit the inciting is incident is uh is this darn that darn cat uh i'd I'd say um that gets away from uh uh, an action scene to start the movie you know it's going to be an action movie but how how the cat comes to jordan peele is just kind of innocuous on just kind of scratches on it's on his door and he's in need of uh of someone or something or uh some keanu to to love would there's yeah. some posters on his wall as well there's a cloud atlas poster i like that there's a heat poster i, yeah, I, New I Jack was City. so funny
1: <laughs> the um the Coke warehouse had like joking body representation because typically it would just be a bunch of hot chicks there, but then yeah. there was like fat dudes without clothes on that <laughs> were in there too. <laughs> it's just this uh, collection of people that, yeah, because um, it's very similar to Blow, I want to say, or American uh, I,
2: Gangster, or American, gang- oh, yeah. American
1: Gangster for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. This idea that like yeah, the people working on the Coke have to be nude because you don't want them stealing shit right is the whole thing and then Mm -hmm. yeah then there's like a big fat guy great big fat person in there (laughs) and i thought that body representation was so funny and uh, yeah this idea that there's a alternate version of them as these these killers you know
2: that By existed. the way, they looked exactly like Afex Twin. Shout out to Apex <laughs> Twin. I don't know if you guys have, you know who that is or not. But yeah, bro. That's a that's a little call back to your trip to Ireland. There, um, <laughs> I could not get over. Like, I just keep thinking of that that music video for. It's called I think Window Licker or something like that for oh, Afex no. Twin. Where he's got the really video. got this really wild, messed up version of his own face, and it looks oh, just like have. yeah, it looks just oh, like them, okay. and they're
4: that
0: it's is kind of his whole thing is like the Richard D James. I mean, all of a lot of his albums and everything are just like the Aphex twin, like grin, Grinch, smile, evil face. And when you do the face, Brandon, nah, when Brandon, and I saw, uh, saw him live. Yeah. It was like essentially while playing his music, he would, there was a montage of all, like a bunch of celebrities and famous people and that being applied to their faces, like the, The evil grin to like the Queen or LeBron James or uh whoever else, but God. (laughs) Love
1: and it's it sets up real quickly this like scapegoat or this uh false identity that ends up playing into the movie uh very quickly in a fun way. I think the intro is is pretty pretty good. All things considered, because that adds to uh the story of the movie and allows them the freedom to move between these groups so easily and have those fish out of water situations that happen later. Um, but that darn cat is cute as hell. Can I just oh, yeah. say they picked yeah. the right cat?
2: Yeah.
0: And and I I agree with you, Brandon, where this movie is not shot super well, it doesn't look great or anything, but the action scenes with the cat are tough, I'd imagine. And they and they do a, <laughs> they do a pretty good job of like it was refreshing not to ever see a CG cat. Maybe yeah, there was yeah. it. If I did, I didn't notice, but there was, you know, some clear green screening with, you know, the cat being on top of the hood of the car later on. But during that moment, yeah, it was like running through all the the scenes and the slow-mo with the cat was just like, I'm sure like a very, uh, you ended up getting your popcorn chip or, or you just ended up just, just settling with the floor Sleeping. popcorn?
2: I'm sure at that <laughs> moment you're like... No, I didn't go back. I'm, you know, I'm just watching this. I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. the hell is going on right now? So no, you got some floor popcorn. I was so confused.
0: <laughs> and then you're probably like, oh, that cat's so cute. And then you probably had some yeah, great yeah. dreams about some cute little kitty cats. I feel like that's... Yeah, it's a great way to start the movie. It lets you know that it's going to be action-based. And then it's also going to like... I don't know. Take mm-hmm. itself a little bit seriously. Even if the humor lies in how serious they're taking... I'm remaking that point, but I just, that is something that I would, I don't know. I would like to see more of in, in action comedies. And, you know, I, I know that the self-referential stuff still happens in this movie. They're playing themselves as the antagonists, but, uh, I, I like that it is within like the generic cliche, you know, kind of, kind of story, they can have some fun within those guidelines um, and in this movie, I'm not sure when this other one came out, but it reminded me a lot of the sensibilities and like this in, in some ways, the structure of, uh, let's be cops. You guys like that movie? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah,
0: totally. Kind of that ramping up of like the, not much going on in their life. And then they find some like calling and then, uh, it just kind of, uh, escalates in, in a lot of ways, but for an hour and a half comedy. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it sets a pace right at the beginning. Like, like we're talking yeah. about.
2: You almost you get... don't know. We'll continue. Sorry, no, no. Go ahead, James. My no, head. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I was just gonna say quickly, like you almost don't even know that it's gonna be a comedy, uh, the way that that movie starts until you see the cat, right? The cat. Oh is just, yeah, the cat. Sets, right. and then it sets it up.
1: Yeah, because the cat is super cute in the way that they presented, it too. I love that when it runs, um, to Jordan Peele's character Rel, uh that it gets its little paws stuck in the cement, right? That ends up getting a call back later where they're like, paws in the cement. (laughs) (laughs) And it also feeds into this idea. I feel like I just brought this up to James the other day, but there's this idea on social media about the cat delivery system in which cats are notorious as kittens to just, Seek out humans and just latch onto them for you know food or whatever, and that happens often to people. Where you'll see a lot of videos of somebody like walking, biking, doing whatever, and then a little kitty cat will just like uh, you know find them and be very friendly with them. And then you just have to adopt it, and it just has to be your animal now. And uh that happening in this movie is yeah, it's funny because that is in the zeitgeist out there that this cat delivery system exists, and cats are really great at that. Um, because yeah, I feel like dogs on the other hand would just <laughs> I don't know <laughs> run out into nature <laughs> or, or just like run away or some something like that, you know.
2: You drink the milk because I drink it. You know that. I <laughs> oh, that little scene. That's
1: that's fun. Yeah, you like so trust fun. him, mm-hmm.
2: and then like right after that, one of my favorites was they're getting ready to go wherever they're going. He goes, say goodbye. <laughs> and he's like, he he makes Keegan Michael Key's yeah. come back and say goodbye to the cat. Like he immediately latches onto this thing. It's so cute, you know.
1: So Keegan
2: like Michael yeah, Key's his reaction
0: right off the bat He was, uh, I think, sets the standard a, for how fucking cute this cat. Oh, he's like, oh my god, that's my god.
1: god. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes, and so what's the deal with Keegan Michael Key's uh, marriage? So. He, the reason he's able to oh shit um the reason he's able to do what he's uh-oh. doing oh berry fuck. bomb uh-oh berry bomb there's the berry bomb the berry yes. bomb just
0: god damn it um okay james cover so the relationship between his him and his wife i think is not fully fleshed out because the end of the movie uh, her coming I, i'm jumping to the end but We're we're talking a lot about like I think they get the setup down okay of like he's very uh, I don't know closed off to his own whether it be his sexuality or just his own drive to be a little I don't know is it edgy or is it just more like himself or some or some kind of
2: well I think what they do James is they go through the movie and there's a scene where him and uh, Jordan are in the car and they're talking about the guys that used to beat me up when i was younger or <laughs> a lot tougher than the guys that used to beat you In up Detroit. right <laughs> yeah so i think like i think these two guys are pretty nerdy right uh-huh. and so like you know he's trying to find he he's successful right he's made it he's got a you know beautiful wife loving family but he's like trying to find this i don't know way to keep up with the joneses as it were maybe mm-hmm. uh culturally or uh, within his own friend group or something like that, so yeah, maybe he's a little bit uncomfortable in that in a way because you know he he never had that growing up. He never and, had the
0: opportunity to like explore that kind of yeah more free to be, free side. Or, of, yeah,
2: free maybe like a little bit more like the top of his class or game or you know whatever you want to call it. So I think that. It, she even goes on to say it early on in the movie says something like, you know, you, you try to be the person that you think everybody wants you to be mm-hmm. like, that's a, right, a like a poignant quote that she makes. So I, you know, I don't know, maybe he's, it's like the internal struggle that mm-hmm. this guy, this character has.
0: And I think they do a pretty good job of of playing with that and having a little bit of humor when she gives him the call uh, in the house like when he's he has to play both sides which it could have even arguably used a little bit more of because I feel like leading up to the end uh, I didn't much care for how quickly like he punches out Rob Hubel and then she <laughs> immediately jumps into his arms and it was like we have to fuck right now get me upstairs children don't watch (laughs) and it was like that happened way too quickly because i wanted i wanted a little bit more of her being upset with him and like a little bit more of reconciliation over him enacting or like acting upon these new sides of himself and her being like Mm -hmm. all she Mm kind of is like that is just that phone conversation of like why are you talking like that and also by the way he approached me he approached me in a inappropriate way and it made me feel extremely uncomfortable and we never really got, you know, and maybe that's not, its that's difficult to approach in a comedy movie, but I thought there was something missing in the follow through of that relationship, which would maybe have someone be confused about what their deal is. Cause, and maybe the beginning of Brandon's conversation, who's still dealing with a, uh, a Barry mom situation. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like the begin the beginnings at Not least very
2: right?
0: The beginnings at least are like kind of understandable, but it's for it to be coming to a head doesn't really seem accurate. It wow. just it has to in this movie, and then it does it's by the just, end. It's and just it seems lo- it it's seems just seems a, a scene first, to be
2: a scene, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of reminds me movie- like. His arc
1: the movie has z- zero time for that relationship. It's like aggressively like an hour lets and half know, nice. Like yeah. we actually don't care about any of this relationship it, it, And the way it's designed to is so funny because it is perfect for him to just not have to deal with, like have to have a lot of scenes with her, you know, mm. just to be like, Oh yeah, she's off on this. I don't know. <laughs> I, again, that
2: was so bizarre. That trip they went on
1: why is their neighbor taking her out and the for- wife's
2: not going <laughs> and because and
1: the
0: wife's not going because he needs because time. Sick or whatever yeah <laughs> it, it just happens so quickly and obviously more time is going to be given to jordan peele he's the he's the protagonist he's he's the main character but he drives a lot of this movie too and uh that was just something that was it, it it was about the cat and it was, and he got to like live his out, his arc, which I guess was just exploring that other side of himself, which naturally attracted her to him. But yeah, whatever, however it played out. Um, and for Jordan peel in this movie, rel, uh, yeah, he, he goes through a little romantic entanglement as well. He does a, uh, double agent of sorts. <laughs> yeah before we get into
1: tiffany haddish because i have a lot to say i posted it in the channel leading up to this episode i have a lot to say about her but before we get into that i really want to talk about will forte because i just recently saw him in in a movie and he was the best like i watched this movie um nebraska by the same guy who did the holdovers which is uh probably going to be nominated for best picture um
0: sideways and it's it
1: yeah Absolutely. Great movie. Um, and he's fantastic in it. Like, he's such a good actor. Um, he's also very funny. But man, the stuff that they gave him, be it direction or maybe just words on the page, were not funny. Like, this pseudo-white guy who thinks he's Jamaican?
2: Loves I think, rap music.
1: Or just, like, generally black, trying to be? I, it's just, it's very... Not funny because of the non-specificity of it necessarily. And then yeah, he just generally likes rap music. The fact that <laughs> that scene where he's like, I'm gonna break your day lost soul record. I was like, wait a minute, you just had a you just had a oh, murderous get out of here. these murderous hitmen, and now you're gonna be like, I'm gonna give up, I'm gonna be a rat for a you know, theoretically very dangerous uh blips, which that alone I was like, Oh. God, this is what Lots I'm this is grips. what I this is what I signed up for. Is this how this is going to go? Am I going to just have to deal with this bullshit, this kind of um comedy that's coming out of Will Forte blips. They're not bloods, they're not crips,
2: they're blips. 17th Street. Oh, 17th Street. Yeah, that's where they're located.
1: The seven, 17th Street. And the other thing too is the like he I okay, I'm going to go on the record everybody let's fucking cool it with thinking it's funny to come up with names for weed that are silly. Let's let's kibosh it. We're done. We're done. Oh, with there this. was one it's that not, was kind of funny. It's not, though, it's it? not that funny to just come up with silly names for weed. Yeah. It's
0: really not funny anymore. God, there was one that was kind of, though.
2: <laughs> I totally forgot all the different ones he was saying in that scene.
1: Oh man, whatever. Yeah. Cause they're unforgettable and not, not funny. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I got so, the anti-sadness stream, the walk-it-off sunshine.
1: <laughs> oh, that is kind of funny.
2: <laughs> I like that his, his mom called him Hulka as well. Like, she didn't call him by whatever his... I mean, Hulka so, couldn't have been that guy's real name, right? And, call him by his name? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hulka was the character's name, but his mom called him Hulka as well. Right, so what is this? Surely word he word had... By? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Probably well, Will.
0: Yeah, that is the type you of mean, character you that you know. would kind of want to like kind of steal the show a little bit when he does show up. It's kind of like, oh, he's back. He's going to make some funny joke. And yeah, and I do like Will Forte a lot. And unfortunately, he didn't yeah. it didn't really hit too much. Even him getting uh, devoured by a Interrogated. snake by the end, <laughs> at the end and everything. Uh, but no, I, I, he didn't really do it for me. It uh for yeah. like a little pop of a cameo because you got his cameo. And then when they get into the shit of it all, you get Method Man, which is, I think, like a uh, he he does his job well and he plays it straight, and then whatever comedy, a little bit of comedy moments he 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 does fine. But they you you need you need that moment of levity to to add to all the you know the shit that they're fucking around with and everything. And I think Method Man gives like. Uh, a little bit of menace to make them at least like scared and, and drive forward at least a little bit of, of the plot. Otherwise he wouldn't do anything if, you know, they weren't kind of pushed in some way. And I think he pushes things in, in a pretty good way. Uh, And Uh, somehow is like menacing, but still like hanging out with the cat. And he's like, yeah, new Jack, new Jack city is his name. And then Keanu is, is their name. And then Iglesias is uh, Luis Guzman's name. For the cat,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys is, have a favorite is, one? I mean, keanu's is It's very
1: funny when the when we see the cat, uh, in a do rag and a, a, maybe, a in a gold chain and a bulletproof vest. Pretty funny. Uh, yeah. I I did not care for fucking Method Man's performance though. It's just it's so stilted. He just seems so uncomfortable doing that, and it lost a lot of its menace during that time. Do did either one of you guys write down what the name of the strip club was?
2: yeah hpv, HPV. <laughs> hot party vixens i laughed so loudly they like it, me. it scared it, it got scared got me. kirsten she was like oh my god what's so funny i was like it's called hpv hot party vixens but they like preface it before they get there you know will fortes character says they're down at this club called hot party vixens Mm-hmm. and right and so you hear that and you don't even think about it and then you see the sign it just says hpv and and the like v
1: is is a woman's legs <laughs> like yeah, split, yeah. split yeah. into a v as she's lying down and it looks like it kind of like like they open more at night like they do that whole thing
2: i love yeah. when they're walking in there and uh Jordan's character is like, "Hey man, you can't go in there looking like that." And he's like trying to toughen up. He's like popping his <laughs> collar, but the best part was like he starts undoing his belt and starts to sag <laughs> his pants. he's like <laughs> pulling his pants down. It's that like, guy, that's what it, the kids are doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this. This guy has like he's got this idea of this culture that he doesn't enact. He doesn't you know partake in at all, right? And but he has like this kind of like branding of w- what it might be and then you see it play out when they go inside the club too you know like i think that's that switch is they like
0: just, a really good comedic moment for him because he is so square in his own way and then that that switch when they approach him from behind and then he does the whole shark tank tectonic shit <laughs> I, I, I think is <laughs> funny well, because they're such Shark good performers a they're, like they're, oh, like it yeah. could that could easily go really bad and you could have an a performer just make that just fucking land so flat and you'd have to cringe through the whole thing and it's just not funny sure. but them two together the chemistry and delivering the lines that he wrote jordan peele and everything i think just goes goes a long way because uh that's why this movie is funny. I think their performances in Jordan Peele's writing is the only reason like that, that a lot of the stuff kind of cuts through the, the fat of, of the rest of the movie.
1: I think that's just like, I don't know, to the credit and kind of the br- like breakthrough or it, it, like this fresh perspective of the movie where I feel like movies prior to it, aside from undercover or a beverly hills cop like it's two black guys going and doing this and i feel like typically it'd be two white guys trying to act tough in a situation like that and i think it adds another comedic element where mm-hmm. it's like it's like two black guys that are like i don't it just like it like i don't know. Um, not gangster I guess (laughs) like you know and how and them turning it on it's really funny because they are able to get into that mode very well and it doesn't seem cringy it just seems Mm -hmm. funny because they're just playing another character of themselves that's tone appropriate for the situation and yeah i just to see that happen was it was it was funny to sit in that because yeah it could have easily been very cringy if it was two white guy stoner guys trying to like break into a gang and you know try to act tough try to act a gangster around uh you know those group of group of guys and and tiffany haddish and one girl
2: <laughs> i feel like that uh i see egan's character is like the the his favorite show on TV must have been Shark Tank. You know, he was just like trying to like You're relate totally, to like the first thing on his mind, totally. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, he's like, what "Was the last thing I saw what sounds shark tough?" And then he's like Shark <laughs> Tank. You know,
0: I appreciate how I they start calling him Shark at, by the end of it too. They yeah, they, yeah, they just it.
2: abbreviate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so good.
1: So Tiffany Haddish, guys, how do we feel about her? Where are we, where are we at in our journey with Tiffany?
0: I think it's a pretty strong first performance. I don't know if this is her first performance, but I I feel like there's something that's kind of softened about her a little bit more recently. And there's, and there's something about this one where you can really tell, like she's really trying her hardest to be convincing in a way. And I think now she, not not to say anything because I still like her as a performer, but I think uh, seeing her in some comedic performances now uh, there's a little bit less, for better or worse, of like a need to prove anything, she's she's made it like, and I think mm-hmm. that's great, and she's really given the time and space to explore whatever she wants to do, or or just kind of get licensed to do whatever she wants. And there's like a real thirst in in this performance. I I feel like that. uh Yeah, I I, I don't I, I don't know that the thing that I was saying with Method Man and and her, I think there's there's a little bit of weight that's given to the movie through them uh at least trying to drive the plot a little bit more and give like a little bit more of convincing sort of performances of what this world is actually about because there is so so much humor you just need a little bit of that weight um but trying to roll her into you know someone who's hazing Jordan Peele and getting him through like the whole how to run the how to do the business sort of thing. Also a romantic interest and then also ends up being like someone who turns at the end is a lot to put on her characters. And I I already mentioned about keys wife and everything. And I, and I think that there's just some stuff that's like a little bit all wrapped into one and, and condensed by the end. That doesn't make me feel like, yeah, maybe she's fully realized, but as a performer, I see why she popped in this, in this movie.
2: It would make more sense to me for that. What you just outlined for what she does to be in something that's not a comedy. Right. Totally. So, like, she's you
1: not know, funny. No. So I, I, like am the, I, in my opinion, yeah, her I don't really being think this. She's
2: meant
0: to be though. I, I there's I don't know. She's not really meant to bring the humor in this movie. Sure, I think, sure. I think
1: this movie would be more funny as a comedy. If there was somebody funnier in that role.
2: Right. I think sh-
0: I, the- that's my point though, is I don't think everybody needs to be key and peel level. Funny. Like I, I, I think they're like having some people play it straight and be, Exactly, who they say they are, and not like a fucking goof. Like, I, I, you can sense, like, sure, a, I, the I, sense like she's trying to m- move up that, ranks, and then with Method Man, yeah, I don't know, like, there's like a little bit, and then the, like the guys on the outside tend to be a little bit goofier. Um, but yeah, none of it's perfect. That I, I pass, of it's perfect. Yeah. What's that? No.
2: Is that us, you know, like maybe un- unjustly saying, you know, she's typecast because she's a comedian. She's been a comedian for so long that I would, you think know, that the, I've seen really her in serious things. roles, though, too. And I don't know. OK,
1: that is that would be my argument. That's kind of uh, what I was posting in the channel earlier this week is the fact that this idea that she her as a serious actor is one thing. But she wants to like she is wants to be a comedian. And I don't think she's very funny. I do think that the serious stuff to James, your point is nice to have in this movie. Cause yes, I don't want it, And I despise a Deadpool where no one is taking anything seriously, but then there's also, I think a arguably better mix like a naked gun or whatever, where people are playing it very straight, but there's, it's like what you're saying is still really funny. And I just don't think anything that she's saying is very fun.
0: Yeah. you know? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair.
1: And I would like to have had somebody in that role that was saying more funny things, because sure, like, Uh it's also weird where this movie ends where they're with their relationship, because it's not like, you know, necessarily happy ever after, even though it kind of is. But yeah, like what all that emotional and purposeful character building leads to, I think is, you know, by the end is so light
0: and i'd say that they just put too much on her character to be able to there's so much that she has to do because yeah i guess she can't really joke because she ends up being a fucking dea or whatever the fuck by the end right um but it's uh, yeah i i i see why she's had a long career after this it 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 makes sense to me and it makes me happy to see her kind of in in an earlier role uh even if it's not yeah it's not, I. What about this movie is super memorable because like, I feel like it, it is it is a very funny ride and it's got a good pace for the most part. But coming back to it this time, I'm like, I don't remember a lot. And then leaving it as well, there isn't many of those scenes that really like grip you in a way that's like, oh, yeah, there's that one part where this happens. I, I, I don't know what what would be that moment for you guys of like, oh, Keanu has that one part. What would be that part for you guys? Do you have one? Uh,
2: uh, George Michael. Yes. I was going to say. 100%. Yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. let's jump to that. So, oh. I mean, the whole, like, I guess the whole connection between them and George Michael. I have a lot of notes on this. I'm, really, I'm a huge George Michael fan. You uh, too. Uh, rest in peace. All right. Uh, I so just th- found
0: out that, and sorry to interrupt, but I didn't know that he died on Christmas.
2: Yeah, I did not mm-hmm. know that the same the same year this movie came out wow yeah fuck. damn so a couple things that i would i would say on uh george michael i'm one kind of surprised that careless whisper didn't make its way into this song or into this movie um i feel like you know maybe that was a, com- a comedic moment where they're all in the car and they're singing I know they get into father figure and and Mm -hmm. it's this really cool bonding moment between him and these uh, up and coming gangsters, you know, and it it really kind of shines a light on these guys because they're they're really not that tough. They're just like these new guys who, who seem to kind of get into it recently. Um, Mm -hmm. But like the, him leading these guys into like, hey, how awesome is this music? And then later on, I think later in the evening, they're at this big party and he does the holy shit. Holy shit, yeah. And he transports into a George Michael's music video. Uh-huh. loved it. Like he's uh-huh. literally in the uh-huh. fake music yeah. video. And he's just like, oh man, I don't know if I can do the, the whole spin and all that. <laughs> yeah, he's and, like, know, like, look at
1: you. Yeah, look at you do that spin. I don't know if I can do it. And then he does it and you're like, yeah. Uh.
2: You're uh. just, you're seeing this and like, if you've seen that music video, it's, it's pretty like memorable, right? Incredibly
0: and, memorable, iconic. They do a good and job you see that. Of, like, yeah. Adding that quality to it. Yeah.
2: They transpose them right into it. And you know, like I've not, obviously the holy shit is based on like, you know, a, uh, like a concoction of different PCP, illicit drugs,
1: MDMA and
2: DMT. I've right. never done Anything remotely similar to that, but you know they do a really good job of describing like what that might look like, and it has kind of like this grainy film to it. You know, like like you're in the '80s in the music video. I don't know. It was it was cool. Yeah, that to me that was pretty memorable. Was just tying him into that quite a bit.
0: Getting uh, the actual Keanu's voice in there for a second too. That was added like last minute, but yeah.
1: Isn't that so interesting though? Because I agree with you, Chip. That the I was so much more interested in the conversation happening in the car as opposed to the tense <laughs> drug scene that was yes. going on. I couldn't give a shit less about that drug scene at all. Yeah, because it was very good I don't natural.
0: Know. Yeah,
1: it was so. It was so try-hard. It was so yeah. cringy.
0: I off. It was trying to be a, like, bo- Tarantino bo- movie. Boogie Nights with uh, Molina, Alfred Molina scene with, like, all the fireworks and stuff. And, and they even have the Boogie Nights cat photo later, which makes me think uh-huh.
1: that. Oh, my God. That... <laughs> That what is it? He's making a calendar that only for himself, and it's got all of those really
0: fun Here's, <laughs> pictures. Yeah, of fun with Point break. Another <laughs> was,
1: and What was it? It was like the, uh, towards the end, they, like um, they were pulling like uh, like some side cop almost had it, and they're like, oh, this is really good, and I can't remember which movie it was, but they called it back. That even you know, just a random person who was like searching his house after those stuff with um, Luis Guzman happened, <laughs> where they're like, this is cool, this is fun. <laughs>
0: So you're gonna find those guys? Oh, absolutely not! No way. We're never. Oh, never, never, never gonna find them. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm yeah. curious. One thing. So with with George Michael. So like he he passed away later that year. Do you think he ever watched that movie?
0: I would hope so. He had to have been, He had to have cleared a lot of that stuff of like how think, his music right? was going to be used. But maybe mm-hmm. it was just whatever Warner Brothers or Warner Music Group that had. That owned his music or something that was able to give the go ahead on some stuff, but to use Him his like name, actually to use his in name it. in his I don't know And that's like his likeness in in some way. And I like how Key kind of laid out the the story between <laughs> and with wham, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was
1: good. <laughs> uh, it was you know it was odd too with the inside the house uh, Anna Ferris stuff is that I I didn't quite get that it was actually her. Like, until, so, like, halfway through so it? a like, throwaway oh. line
2: at the end, yeah. Until she was dead, I think. I don't uh, know if they... Yeah. It's kind of like, like no, you total,
1: you totally killed her. <laughs> No, I, I yeah
2: legally speaking legally speaking you did it that's like yourself. They're,
1: they're like meat cute essentially where they're like you know kind of falling in love and he's like no you no it was you who killed her <laughs> i know it was just there um
0: one of the funnier moments yeah. i think too is like when they're trying to get him to get them to like prove themselves and then it's never explained and never brought up again but keegan michael key does a fucking backflip off the wall and then yeah, he's just like yeah. oh my god I, fucking, I don't know and then yeah. it's just like they just move on like a little bit more of that kind of i don't know just i do the backflip tomorrow <laughs> yeah um, we we switch <laughs> off and backflip, day, backflip days <laughs> 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 i had some of that like absurd i don't know kind of off the off the wall humor if you will uh could have could have like livened some some stuff up a bit in this movie but I i do think that yeah the them in the car and then Jordan peel in the house was a little bit of a slowdown for me picked up a little bit past that. I think that them as characters were finding a new conflict between themselves, which I'm always curious about in like buddy, buddy movies of like, Oh, there's Mm. always going to, there's going to be that moment where they they get in a fight amongst each other. Um, and that started to come out in in a, in a somewhat fun way. Like, and then the argument led to him doing the, uh, holy shit. Uh, but before that, I am curious about Keegan, Keegan, Michael Key, like being, you know, like allured into this world of, uh, you know, being a blip and, uh, you know, f- fiending on his other other side of himself and everything. But, uh, right, cause what's the end goal? It wraps there? up like you have,
1: you have a family, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's getting, the joke being he's the one that's getting pulled into it. when you would think that it, it's Jordan Peele, but yeah, uh, Jordan Peele, by and large. They
0: end like, up liking uh, Shark Tank more than Tectonic. And I like that moment where it's mm-hmm. like, they like me more. And then and then it ends up Tectonic is a little jealous. We, yeah.
2: yeah. Why don't that's we smoke weed? Why don't we show them how they do it in Allentown? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they they could have gone a little bit further with some of the humor in certain areas, but then... I really like the length of this movie. This movie is an hour forty minutes, yeah, hour and a half, essentially with credits or whatever. Like I, (laughs) I appreciate that side of it, and so the fact that a lot of these things don't get fully fleshed out ends up being okay. Them like shooting the, you know, the bad guys. The what do they call them? The fucking there's like it's a last name or or something, Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
0: and then killing them. I thought was like a a pretty funny scene. Allentown, yeah, Allentown, yeah. yeah. Eh, eh. And then they like, just like sh- they just fucking shoot them up, and they're like, "Oh, oh, they're not dead." You did that, and they're then, like, like huh. he does it again, and like Jordan Peele shoots them all. Like that was a, I don't know, a little bit more of that violent humor, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Very comedically long too, right? So mm-hmm. they they call it a mag dump when you sp- spit everything out, but it's like there's mm-hmm. way more bullets in there being mm-hmm. sounded off than there could actually be. Uh, so you know, that's just like a, an, the aggressive humor of it, you know.
1: Totally. And their faces and the way that they do it. Cause it's very much like once you start shooting, you like almost can't stop. And you're <laughs> <Yeah>. just like, i <laughs> <just laughs> empty the empty. Entire- <laughs> pretty funny. And then
0: they pretty don't pretty come funny. back. Like the two like bad dudes, like just, they just don't come back. They just fucking kill them. I think that's, that's pretty good. Um, And it just wraps up so quick. And I'm, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing I've, I've already mentioned with, he and his wife and then the Tiffany Haddish ended up being, you know, in on it. And she takes, she like, it's all just happened so quick. It's just like, I'm going to kiss you to let you know that this is still a thing, but then I'm going to take the cat. I'll take care of the cat. I'll see, I'll testify on your behalf. And it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. Take the cat. (laughs) Testify. Okay. And then you're going to, okay. It's just a lot that it's like, okay, wrap up. All right. We'll see you later. Okay. Goodbye. And, In a way, I'm I'm okay with it, but I I just there's another part of me which recognizes that there for a movie that had moments of like really felt like pumping the brakes and taking its time with certain things. It's frustrating by the end, knowing that like, oh, there's a few of those little pockets that you could have explored a little bit more for some humor or Mm -hmm. an extra scene here and there with he and his wife and the kids that we never see. (laughs) And, (laughs) uh, you know, Jordan Peele and Tiffany Haddish, you know, there's like I guess they. Have the, the, it's uh, the prison scene with the glass, I guess is, is one moment, but you know, there could have been, there could have been a little bit more uh, in between areas of, of humor, but I have just, I'm just wrestling with the, is it, is that worth pushing it past the hour and a half runtime? I'm not sure, but I think there is a a version of, What
2: what would you add?
0: Like I said, yeah, like something between key and his wife and then maybe one other thing with. Jordan Peele and Tiffany Haddish but that's where I I've we've I feel like we've come across on this podcast where it's like I have to pump the brakes on myself doing that because if I change the movie then something else is going to go missing so I I should sure. just uh let it be and appreciate the things that I did like about it rather than probably trying to change it.
1: <laughs> it's a great way to look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean it's just funny to think about this movie being as short as it is that it could have been even shorter because the last like 15 minutes of this movie were resolutions for things that were well set up. <laughs> so this is like arguably an even shorter movie, you know, it's like, yeah, because w- w- wouldn't it just been so much easier to just conclude like, like most and no one even would have thought twice about it is, you know, the joke is, yeah, you go to jail, but it's not like you show that. Right. <laughs> you just go like, Oh Yeah you know, that's where we're going to lead this story is Mm -hmm. he's going to go to jail. But, you know, we set up the fact that Tiffany Haddish has the cat and we'll be there and all of that stuff. But no, we see this whole just to squeeze out a couple jokes and really a runtime. It just, to me, seems so blatant. It's like, fuck, we don't have more movie. (laughs) We have to add this stuff in. And yeah, to not being that funny. Yeah, it's, you know, the joke is uh, Keegan-Michael Key is in that stereotypical relationship where he wants to like his wife now dresses in leather and is visiting him at the um jail. And then of course Keanu visits, you know, Rel. That's and uh, they adorable. Do the, they do the whole, you know, that's fun. But yeah. That's <laughs> not that's not I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but um yeah, it's not that funny.
2: Probably unnecessary. You know, that whole last scene where they're in the jail cell, um, whether it be Tiffany or uh you know Keegan's wife coming to visit them I I think you could cut that out so now you got like another three minutes let's call it a run time where they could maybe tie some loose ends up but I think you know what they're what they're doing that for is they're setting up that one last scene of all the, the blips together
3: uh-huh
2: and they're going back and they're like, hey, we got to run this. We got to, you know, take care of this. We're, we're the top dogs in the jail cell. Right. So I think right. I think they wanted to get that one last. Tie everything together of everybody working together as a team kind of thing. I, yeah, I don't know.
0: And then and then at that point, Chip is waking up popcorn all yeah. over himself, remembering what <laughs> has just transpired. A fever dream, if you will.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, if I if I had seen the movie, actually seen it, actually seen the movie, if I was in the theater, I don't know if I would have liked it as much as I did watching it again. Oh, I I,
1: I, really, no, en- oh, I really I really quite
2: you, enjoyed the movie yeah, last let's night. Talk about,
1: let's know. talk about yeah, let's let's talk so, about how we're feeling about it. Yeah, overall,
0: yeah, or, uh, I think I can get in some reviews as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, would you guys care for a little break before I do that? I know I would. I will be right back. I'm going to take a little bathroom break, and I shall return. And welcome back, everybody, to the Polarized Podcast. We have returned from a nice, healthy break, and we would love to talk to you about some of the critics' feelings as well as the audience feelings apart from us, Let's get into it. It was a 78% again, certified fresh, critically reviewed film. It was a 55% audience reviewed stinker. According to them on Rotten Tomatoes, Stinky. Um, not on hey. other, other places, but Rotten Tomatoes, they did not care for it. Let's uh, see some reviews here uh, from Brian Eggert from deep focus. Review is on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm give it a three out of four amid plenty of funny moments where our heroes are confronted with tense life threat life threatening situations Keen and peel always find humorous ways of diffusing the tension that's so fun wow man so tuned in
2: they know what the sounds about. like brian sounds like
0: brian from richard right. Krause. on richard Krause, <laughs> three and a half out of five brian. These are all Krause people from Krause. top top critics from Rotten Tomatoes, is what I'm calling. about. The movie is a mix of down dirty jabs. For instance, <laughs> the local strip club is called Hot Party Vixens or HPV
2: Fish Out of Water.
0: gas.
2: I like that joke too. A brilliant Richard gets it.
0: Celebrity c- cameo and a fixation on George Michael that borders on the pathological. Oh.
2: <laughs> pathological.
3: <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, from oh, Sarah Cartland, scary. "Caution: Spoilers" is is uh, her publication. Three and a half oh, out of five. Stomp. A funny and endearing tale about Keanu, the gangster cat, or as I like to call him, the boat the bogeyman. I mean, oh. the cat they send to kill the bogeyman. The action is a perfect parody of a wacky ballet with soary- soaring music and slow mo backflips against pillars. Mm. <laughs> they spell bogeyman bogeyman and the joke I does was not say, make three, sense
2: three out of five for uh you know,
0: for that for review check
2: <laughs> yikes
0: <laughs> it does not make sense okay, Caitlin. but i would like to include every type of review
2: bogeyman sounds good though i think that's maybe what she was going for
1: you mean bogeyman <laughs> oh yeah
0: Peter Travers, Rolling Stone says, I've heard complaints that the future film debut from Comedy Central's Keen Peel is uneven, overlong, and really just a cat video disguised as a movie. Yeah, maybe, but I laughed my ass off. All right, Peter. Well, hello, Lost hey. and Found? Do you have
4: my ass?
0: <laughs> from David Sims at The <laughs> Atlantic. The joke wears out sooner than it should, but the stars of Keanu, including, yes, that terrific cat, do a decent job distracting from that.
1: Oh, so the movie's shitty, but you just got distracted. (laughs) How much do you think the cat
2: made on this film?
0: God, I hope I it was it. a combination of how many cats does I say on this IMDb trivia? Seven cats and kittens played the title title character. Oh. Each one received a case of fancy feasts and an <laughs> assortment of cat toys. Since Keegan-Michael Key is allergic to cats, he had to take a medication in order to interact with them. Wow. In an interview with Ellen in December of 2017, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish stated that she had kept ch- one of... The, Kept one of the cats who played Keanu as a pet.
2: Wait, the Ellen?
0: The Ellen. The oh. Ellen. The. Oh. Wow. Yeah, man. Oh. And Method Man's character is named Cheddar. In The Wire, he plays a character named Cheese. Oh, stop
1: the connections. Wow.
0: Too good. Uh, this movie
1: operates on multiple levels.
0: Do... Mm. Mm. Audience reviews. Let's see what they have to say. From the poopy doopy snoopy, 55%. <laughs> uh, from Scamper, who gives it a one star out of five title. Oh,
1: Scamper. Wow. Waste
0: of time and money should have been condensed into a 15 minute cartooner. Huh. <laughs> no, 15 <laughs> minute cartoon. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke.
1: I love cartooner, though, as a. Instead of an animated movie or whatever, you it's just call it a cartooner. That's what <laughs> I'm going to
0: say. No, what are we going to say?
2: Very Kentucky of oh. that guy.
0: <laughs> Hell It's yeah. a cartooner. It's a oh. cartooner. Worst movie I've seen all year. Movies in school were better. I watched this <laughs> movie at the recommendation of a colleague. It was so boring. Drugs, shootings, nudity, profanity, and a B rated plot. Okay, the kitten was cute, and the last five minutes of the movie were cute. Basically, it's like somebody had this great idea for a movie that involved rival gangs fighting over a cat and two wannabes that are instantly accepted by hardcore gangbangers. The movie had no credibility. I think the writer must have gotten stoned because he was disappointed that this rap rap song floundered. So he tried to make the song into a movie and threw in a kitten for good measure. This should have been included with Amazon Prime, although it still would have been disappointing (laughs) even if I hadn't paid $6 to watch it. Hopefully my coworker won't ask me if I've watched it yet. I like to avoid having to <laughs> give my opinion at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't we all? Yeah, oh that's like a genuine worry. get like,
2: water from the water cooler, Thomas.
0: <laughs> he actually has an opinion too. That's the funny thing. It's like I have a genuine once I fucking hated that yeah. yeah. sort of opinion, and even then yeah. I still don't want to fucking share it. I'm gonna write this review, but I'm not gonna share it at work. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna go on and write my review on mommy
2: anonymous
0: yeah i don't want to actually make people think i have this opinion (laughs) uh from cindy l titled thought it was a funny cat movie it was funny but way too much foul language and although we watched it for about 45 minutes we did not see very much of the cat we finally turned it off it was not what we expected From OMPG titled Cat Movie with Nudity, Language and Violence. These are all one stars, by the way.
2: Forgot about the nudity.
0: If there is a cute animal in a movie, younger kids are attracted to it. No question. But this movie is full of terrible language, extreme violence and strip club nudity. Uh My 12 year old was heartbroken when I had to make him stop watching this movie with an adorable kitten. But with totally wrong context for animals or kids. I would like a refund. We had to stop after less than 30 <laughs> minutes. And we'll do one more from Rich.
1: I would like a refund. Anybody out there, give me a refund. Please give me,
0: <laughs> give me the refund. Uh, Rich gave it a one star titled. I like Kean Peel. I like Kean Peel. However, this movie is terrible. There wasn't even in at humor for long portions of the movie. Aren't these guys comedians? The movie is clearly <laughs> supposed to be a comedy with that plot. My wife and I took a chance renting it on a Saturday night, thinking at least it would be good for a few jokes and a handful of gags. Wow, did it fall flat! All that fake street talk grew old as quickly as it started, and it was relentless throughout the movie. And then they added that at the,
4: the end of it. Yep. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> if it were,
2: <laughs> thankfully, I saw the the notice on the screen of the sound.
0: Yeah, no, it was brand like man. I was like,
2: Because like, I'm home alone, he's... and, I, uh, and I, I was worried that somebody else might have farted around me. And you did thankfully, the whole Macaulay saw on Culkin screen.
0: face too. You were like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh somebody farted!" Oh, man, I put aftershave on my face. <laughs>
2: So weird. I think I I don't know like those reviews solidified why I th- originally thought that the audience didn't like this movie.
0: I good a lot of the other yeah. ones I saw were yeah. a lot about not enough cat. This movie was slated yeah. as yeah. a cat oh. movie, a cat comedy, and there was not enough of that darn cat. There is a stretch in the middle where <laughs> there a is a movie. There is no cat for for long long periods, but sure. uh. Yeah, no. I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> I yeah, not knew. Ken, no. No, it's not going to work. I give up and I give it to any of you to uh, decipher why I think we've t- talked about a lot in this episode. It's been so polarizing, this movie. Otherwise, I would love for Chip to get into his review. My reading a hot, is is that like, a hot the, take here. the audience, yeah, I think like looking at some of those reviews is uh they expected a funny cat movie and they did not get a funny cat movie was was my general reading of it but any, yeah i think you guys have
2: any i think you're spot on james i think that the the audience two things happened, right so they were expecting one thing and didn't get it and they also <laughs> didn't and they also didn't know like maybe the uh the brand that was coming at them right so like I think the Key Key and Peele show was so great, right? And a lot of people watch that. But if you look at movies on a much larger scale than what a TV show on Comedy Central is going to provide, right? So this was a box office movie. So we're talking about, you know, maybe families are taking their, you know, four or five-year-old, you know, daughter or son to the movie to see – Maybe, maybe they just didn't know. What are I th- you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm thinking what that like talking about? from like a branding perspective,
1: no, people, uh, Ken, yeah. Okay,
2: sorry. <laughs> no. So from the average, the average person who doesn't necessarily know who Kean Peel is or are, and they don't know that brand of comedy and they see this movie advertised as like this funny cat movie. Are gonna take maybe their children to see it, and then they go and they get this incredibly different thing, <laughs> yeah, it's cute it's it's adorable. We have this cat, but like now you have this r rated comedy, and it, there's that disconnect between what they thought they were getting and what they actually saw because there's no way possible that somebody who knew what he and Peel do. And what their brand of comedy was and what they advertised this movie to be would go in and expect to see that would be this, like, egregiously upset by it.
3: Mm.
4: Right? Because a one out of five from somebody who knows what Key and Peele are,
2: it, it it doesn't track. It just does not track. I don't know. That's my take. I think there has to be a disconnect between the average person who saw the movie and what their expectation of it was and what it actually, I I think that's what's eliciting like the,
0: the strong reactions in people. And the thing that is sliding the scales a little bit more is people seeing maybe the trailer that we watched before this recording and being like, Oh my God, that looks so fun about a little kitty cat that's going through this adventure with the guys from key and peel and mm-hmm. maybe right you've only right. seen a select few totally. key and sketches or you've just heard from a friend or something like that at this time um, pretty popular stuff but not it, necessarily too racy yeah in right. my mind it's like i would want them to go harder into the more gnarly violent sort of crazy <laughs> shit and and really like juxtap, ju- juxta- yeah because i'm a fucking Why freak?
3: Yeah. 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 I'm a not
2: free. Free. yes <laughs> <laughs> My. Finally, here you, hear you, <laughs> We were standing about you while God you were taking he a break. Is you know, I am a
1: goddamn freak. I am a goddamn uh, freak. I've been, I've been pitched as the fucking freak on this podcast for too long. No, and it was now me. The it whole finally time. comes out. James is a freak himself. That's oh, right. Changing
0: of the guards. Uh, no, I want more. Freak- all, right,
1: all right, Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The sack. Cheers.
2: Uh, cheers.
1: Oh yeah. Steely brandini. Oh, Steely Brandini.
2: Yeah. Steely
0: uh-huh. Brandini. To you.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: Oh, I had to pull it back to the original. Uh, no, Sag I wanted to be bread. yum yum
1: wine.
0: Yeah, I and, and over the over over the break, I had a you had the berry bomb and I had a spill of my own. We're just on a double spill round. So chip, uh be careful with your spill. beverages because
1: <laughs> spill right now. Oh
0: he filled it careful you
1: fucking you fucking spill
2: Uh, yeah i'd I'd be in a lot of trouble i'd get a front spanking if uh, if
1: (laughs) i've never heard of those
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's for another podcast
1: (laughs) front spankings are my favorite
0: (laughs) i put my pants on backwards just for the occasion (laughs) <laughs> uh, Easy access. <laughs> um, A yeah,
2: sides. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: uh, yeah. I mean, for, for me, this, this movie, uh, yeah. I mean, as far as reviews go, like in my, my history of this podcast, I feel like there's those like very vocal minority that really just lean into those one star five star reviews of like really loving it or hating it and for me like most people like this movie and the people that didn't like it really wanted that like more fun cat movie is is my read on it but um to have a certified fresh critically reviewed uh action comedy in the in 2016 i think is an interesting specimen to look at For this podcast, I think it was, I think it was worth it. And I would, uh, I think
1: it's worth it too. Yeah. yeah. I would say the same, like, I understand. Those are kind of hard to come by. I understand the polarizing nature. It's just so funny to see the critics like build a movie up. That's not really that great, uh, based more so on like what it stands for. And I think that the critics are, you know, pushing forward this agenda of like, we want more comedies in the theater you know, budget, um, made at this budget. We're excited about these two as talents, like all of those things, but whether or not this is like really that good of a movie arguably has a relatively low bar. And it's funny to hear critics just go like, yeah, this movie sucks, but it's a stoner buddy comedy. So what, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, (laughs) it's not like every movie has to be Schindler's
0: list. Am I right? (laughs) You know, I walked in, that's what my (laughs) review says is I walked in this movie expecting Schindler's Schindler's List. I did not get it, therefore it's a one star out of five. Ever since Schindler's List, movies are just not the same for me anymore. I've noticed
1: more and more movies are not Schindler's List. It's like, like, you know how there's A, D, and B, C? There's after Schindler, S, A, S, I love how this character is like Werner Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's the most beautiful, movie. <laughs> it's the most beautiful movie. <laughs> As these time periods, and now we are living in an existence that is post Shin List.
0: But he feels that way about Keanu. He's uh, like, it's post
2: Keanu.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's the it's, new Shin
0: Lawsliest.
1: It's, it's Keanu. Wait, is leading the up to List. that scene.
2: Leading up to that scene, I was just so furious that Keanu Reeves wasn't in the movie.
1: Well, he voiced the cat, though.
2: I know that, but I mean, that's like 90 minutes, almost like okay. 70 okay. minutes. Give a mouse the movie. a fucking cookie. Jesus. <laughs> he shows up in the credits, <laughs> so you're just like waiting for this epic no, moment. Wasn't like, he wasn't in the He purely. was
1: at the uh, scene with uh, George Michaels.
2: No, but I'm, I'm I'm saying he shows up in like the IMDb and, and like so for me who had seen the movie, see I saw the movie, the movie quote unquote saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, but yeah, in this motherfucker. <laughs> you should have
0: been in charge of the Allen. <laughs> hey man, guys.
2: I will do that to you, and I, I gotta give it. Yeah, you probably should roll back, a back 20, to Outback, man. Too. They did a really good job. Yeah, uh, Kukabera. I Shram. think Thomas was the guy's name. He took a really good job. He took care of us. That night.
1: <laughs> he took a good job by being a now Beck employee and giving me my comparison.
2: He cut us off. I think he, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he was like, you guys got to go to a movie. You can only get like six appetizers and like four beers.
0: The popcorn guy did not cut you up. He's like, you need more. Oh, yeah, Take my popcorn. That guy.
1: You were treated wanna... so well that whole night. I love that.
2: I wonder what the popcorn guy's up to these days.
0: Because that just probably proves the point being, of like when you're oh. being a nice person to whoever he's dealing with. He like, hey, I know the rule says this, but I'm gonna do this. Is probably what he's doing. Whatever he's doing, he's like, I'm gonna go above and beyond to uh,
2: give you a little extra. Yeah, he he really made that <laughs> night. He, well, I mean, he he kind of in a roundabout way, you know, he made kind of responsible massive. for this podcast. Why we're here right now, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> to him yeah i mean this isn't even hey, a brandini I situation i think his name was brandon
2: actually so oh, okay well oh, this is perfect
0: yeah my, okay to brandon man here's I'm to brandon mm-hmm. 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 chip if you had any final words to say about the the film experience Keanu, yeah. and you were okay. to ascribe a score from zero to 100 100 zero being the worst and 100 being the best what would you give it
2: so Give your
0: watch. Give it. your take. Like
2: yeah. This is it. So, movie was it was fresh in so far as like okay. So it has that like sketch comedy feel to it. It almost feels like a scary movie in a little bit where you know, they have like these different scenes, which almost <laughs> don't exist. They have an the- in it. Is not, not one, one through four, really, but yeah, or, like, exactly. just one
0: through four, not five. <laughs> one she, was, four. she was too old. Yeah. yeah. Too old. Yeah, too I just
2: old. wanted to make sure that was covered in this podcast. Thank God. No, no. It's so they had that you jump through like these motions where it's like these almost like sewn together. Shout out stitches sewn together, like scenes <laughs> that are all put together. Right. Yeah. big yeah. Um, But it was a type of like sketch, almost sketch comedy movie that hadn't existed before. And where it was like this like crime comedy, at least something that I I maybe I I haven't seen enough movies to.
1: They're out there, but I get what you mean. I mean, it's that what you're saying is that premise is exciting and I
2: agree. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. So I would say I would go for like 88.3 overall. I really like the movie. I would watch it again. (laughs) Welcome back to 88.3. It's a college radio station, in fact. Yeah, welcome to 88.3. I liked it. I would recommend it to people. I remember watching it last night. My favorite part about watching it was my fiance and I were watching it. And as we're getting into it, she's like, Oh no! I can't watch this. This is too scary. This is too scary. And I, was like, no, involved, right? I was like, because there's a cat involved, right? I am like, yeah, she hates cats. No, like it's oh, it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, the murdering, and the shooting, in the beginning of it, and I was like, no, no, it's a comedy. Just stick around for a little bit. And she's like, this is actually pretty funny. So I think it's a it's a relatable movie. It's fun. Say eighty-eight-three.
0: I don't know if we've ever had decimal points. That's
2: Chip fantastic. FM. Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Eighty-eight point three. I'll do
2: eighty-eight if, if if that. No, please, the no, no, absolutely no. not. No. no, it's already absolutely in the books. Absolutely not. I already in the scale was stone. broken by D, uh,
1: broken by Danny because uh, we yes. told you it's uh, yeah. a zero out of hundred. He decided to give a movie
0: above hundred. I think it was like one hundred forty or something for <laughs> 140, yeah. Is that Melody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our just... scale is. I should have said zero to one hundred and forty.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: We're keeping it within zero and 100. Oh, I can't Danny change my ratings. You cannot play by the rules. <laughs> that's how good Malignant is. You have to
1: uh, make an exception for the exceptional. Am I right? <laughs>
2: Danny is the exceptional. He's, shout out to Danny, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to Danny.
0: He's kind of like 140 out of 100 person. Yeah. Cheers to Danny. Cheers to Danny. Hey, cheers. Mm-hmm. Danny, we love you. Danny, we love you.
2: Congratulations, by the way. The
0: most featured guest yeah, on this podcast. By far, I think. By far, nice. yeah. He's Hell been yeah. on like
1: six or seven episodes easily. Mm-hmm.
4: He's royalty.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Is. Brandy. James D, D, uh James Deeny. Do you want a rock, okay. paper, scissors?
1: Rock, paper, scissors.
0: Alright.
1: okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on.
4: I'll just and, fuck with you guys.
1: <laughs> ready and go?
4: Two, three. <laughs> We no, we got this one, one, more one. more time, one more time, one more time. Okay, we'll, we'll, I'll, and I'll, okay, and go. Both paper, go again. One,
0: two, three, shoot.
2: You yeah, got dude on camera, Brandon. You were not. That's camera. what I did, right? I don't know if they counted.
0: Oh, I, I destroyed his, his scissors with my rock. So what does that mean? I get to choose, I guess, is what that means. You get to choose. I'll go first. Fuck it. Okay. I'll fucking go fucking first. It, I don't give a dude. shit. I don't care. Fucking do it. See what happens. You don't, you uh, don't even give a shit. That's what we established
1: in this episode. don't give a shit, Is sh- that you're shit, actually man. a goddamn freak.
0: Yes, I, I am the freak. I wanted more freaky stuff out of this movie, but that does not detract it from being a good time. I thought this was... Uh, when you think of like an hour and a half fun action comedy, this overall fits that bill. I think my hiccups were with uh, a little bit of stagnation with the Anna Faris scene and being in the car. Although one of the most cl- more classic things of like my other criticism of like, Oh, well, what do you remember this movie for? Cause it, it is like a little bit forgettable is the George Michael stuff. I think is really fun. And that's when that occurs is when they're hanging out in the car. Um, but I think it's, it's not a resounding endorsement where I could list every single, you know, memorable moment and, uh, put it on my list to watch again and again. Um, but there's something alluring about this movie where I feel like, it would serve a broad spectrum of people. As a comedy goes, I feel like a lot of people could sit down and watch this movie, and just make sure you all wear sunscreen.
2: All right, <laughs> <Sorry>, Baz Lerman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Michael Mann.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I just th- I I don't know. I, as I, I, as far as comedies go, I think that's something that's to be applauded there's an excellent pace to this movie that I enjoy. I know I just said it has a little bit of hang up, but I I think that it every for every bit of moment that there is a bit of a hang up. I think it brings it back with at least a joke or two that kind of keep you going. The performances are super solid. The writing uh, is overall again, solid. There's a couple things where it wraps up really quick at the end but to have an hour and a half fun movie where uh, you could throw it on while you're bringing two large tubs of popcorn with you and um, fall asleep, <laughs> drop, <it multiple.
2: laughs> drop both of
0: them and then come back years later, it's oddly specific, se- seven years, several years later <laughs> uh, and re-experience later. it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. It's definitely not perfect, but it's, it's a good time. And I, and I would recommend it to people overall. So that would have to put it in the 60 to 70 range. And I'm trying to find the right number to, to put on this, on the sucker. Um, I'll do a 71, do a
2: 71. Nice. Man, I think it's nice. like cool like now. No, cool. no. We're no, talking about this, the spectrum front door. Come I on. really like the movie. I love it. Yeah. Because
1: of that broad spectrum, all, everybody makes sure to put on some sunscreen.
2: Um, Ooh, oh, okay.
0: For me, guys, I... Oh, because he's going to be really hot. He's going to do like a 90-something. No,
1: just because, you know, sunscreen covers a broad spectrum of you. Uh-oh. Space. Um. <laughs> Watch out. Okay, I'm going to get on my soapbox. Let me Talk get my about... berry bomb
2: ready for, for this.
1: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> berry bomb. Um... It's a great score because, yeah, I think all of us can see that this movie isn't funny all the time. There are sags in it. I, man, visually, fuck, I really detest a lot of this movie. But and weirdly come around a little bit more on the critic side of things where... There's a reverence for a stoner buddy comedy. And again, like I pointed out is like, you know, typically we see it a certain way and I feel like this gives us enough of like, here's a different way of a buddy comedy existing. That seems so natural and is so fun in a lot of ways. And, um, I did have a good time. I mean, and yes, you know what really helps everybody out there listening, uh, short run time. You know what? Uh, you, uh, even if some of the jokes are stinky, you're in and out and you know, we're on to the next thing. And a lot, you know, I would say there's a fair amount that is forgettable, but there's some stuff in here that I will I do think are funny and will remember. Um I'm going to give this score uh it's going to join the hallow hallowed halls of my comedy score rankings. You know what? Cause I, I agree. I think it's important. It is going to get a 69% baby.
0: Oh my <laughs> God. You, you <laughs> t- fucking bastard. Uh-oh. <laughs> he did it. He did it. I'm not, not even, good. I, we'd have to take account for how many 69s there are in this, in this podcast. I know spring breakers is one of them, which is one of our very first episodes. Mm. So it's, it's, it's a nice callback. Um, before we go, I would like to play a brief, small, little game of Magnetize. Yes. If you guys have, yes. have some time. I have all, I have all the time. Let's now. do it. Let's do it. We'll make it quick. Chip, we appreciate you so much. It is the, it is the universally beloved game, Magnetize. The game where, much to the opposite effect of Polarize, it is... Movies that have the exact same score on Rotten Tomatoes as opposed to very very polarizing scores. They are magnetized scores. So all these movies will have the exact same numerical value by both audiences and critics on Rotten Tomatoes. And this is a very special Keanu Reeves edition where these movies all feature Keanu Reeves. I love this so much. And let's I'm not go. sure if we've done this one before. Ke- uh, Chip, would you like to go first? So, Chip, what
1: you're doing is, is you are picking, James is going to say the movie, and you are going to pick the score that
4: the I've played this and- game before.
1: Okay. Yes. I know he this did. game. I'm, I'm not good at at it, but
2: I've played this. I brought
1: it up to them at Chili's. Oh, we went you played it Dollar- at Chili's?
2: We Adult- went to Applebee's. 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 Let's get important Because remember, yeah. there, there are a lot of major, major dollars on the line here in terms of potential- Deals. Yeah,
1: we went to yeah. Applebee's wow. for dollaritas, no and we got you played uh, magnetized in public. Absolutely, yeah. While housing nine appetizers and fifteen <laughs> drinks,
2: well, officially, if anybody did it for you the first time at Outback. Was?
1: Nine appetizers and fifteen drinks, one hundred forty-six bucks.
2: <laughs> officially, if anybody asks, we did it for the first time at Outback but that's true. It just, it's that's true. not necessarily true, but you know, it's, it's how that's, you feel what, that's what we're going to tell people.
1: All right. Guess first. So do you understand the game?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. So I got to guess the score. What is These the are score? Magna- These are magnet. Well, you didn't tell me the, I am the about movie.
0: to tell He's you amazing. the movie. And I want <laughs> yeah. you to tell me the score that is shared by both audiences <laughs> and critics. I the first one yeah. that I will tell you today is the Matrix Resurrections, the most recent Matrix movie. Um, <sighs> what everyone has agreed. This is a pretty wild out there movie, a sequel 30%. coming years later, and everyone agrees on exactly how they feel about it. 30, Can you imagine yeah. a 30?
2: 78, the most recent Matrix
0: movie, the most recent. We got a thirty from Chip, and we got a seventy-eight from Brandon. We have a win for Brandon in the first round. It is a sixty-three percent from audiences it was and critics. Without going
1: though. over, to be fair, no, it's not.
0: He is, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if we were doing Price is Right rules, but I did not mention that before, and I do not care for those rules, so we are not doing them. <laughs>
2: okay, all right. Sounds good. I should have mentioned that to begin with, but
0: yes, if you are trying to do Price is Right rules, you are no, not I wasn't welcome here.
2: To, <laughs> I, <just laughs> like, I, I don't even care. Care. <laughs> I here. The movie. I just heard people didn't like it, so I just assumed it would be really low.
1: No, people actually liked a lot of parts. Of
0: have movie. you seen Matrix Resurrections? No.
2: I'd recommend watching yeah. it. I would just it. as a okay. curio of a compared to uh I do really like Indiana <laughs> Jones 5. What about that one? How does yeah. it compare? Oh, I like it over
0: that, that for sure. I like it yeah, Okay. More than okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah, absolutely. Okay. I really don't like parts of it, but I really like yeah. other parts of it. It's so weird. Like I I polarize in Indiana my Jones own 5. mind about <laughs> it. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's kind of Indiana Jones here. I'm like, oh, this is really fun. Oh, no, I don't like this. No child. Ah,
1: yeah, he died in Vietnam. (laughs) Spoiler (laughs) alert. That
0: was four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no child. of booth in either of them. Yeah. Uh, We did four on this podcast. That was fun. A, A classic Danny episode. All right. Are you guys ready for round two? Brandini, you will get the first opportunity to guess on this one. It is another Keanu movie. It is a sequel. It is 1991's. Bill and Ted's bogus journey Mm. shares the same score on both sides of the fence. 58% 58% from Brandini for Bill and Ted's bogus journey. What do we got for? Uh,
2: I think I'm going to go 65. Uh, Something about that number just sticks out to me.
0: It's a good number. Unfortunately, both of you guys are very, very close, but Brandini just takes it. It is a fifty-six percent. You were too off. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I don't know how you get much closer than that. Uh, but I just you, got
2: the numbers transposed.
0: You did your damnedest. Yeah, you just switched them around. Damn. You knew there was something special about those numbers. Did your damnedest. Way to go, Chip. Hey. Uh. Well, close, Brandini but no cigar. Kind of wins, <laughs> but I mean, we could do a a triple or nothing. Yeah, let's want. do a triple or not. Let's
2: do it. Just for fun. Just, just for, for fun. funsies. Yeah. This is gonna be a, disrupt this man's night. Yeah, let's really fuck
0: with him. Um Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. yeah this is obscure to me i've never seen this movie but there's probably many other people <laughs> that should be the next
1: segment we do it's this, is <laughs> this is obscure to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to this is obscure to me obscure i mean it's me. like a very recognizable thing that's just obscure to me and it's like i don't know this, <laughs> this is the first time i've heard of this and it's like everything. driving Mist easy <laughs> yeah a peach? <laughs> I've never had a peach before. Have you, has Whoa. anyone had a peach? Oh, it's delicious. James, you're all about
4: peaches.
1: James Sorry. and the giant peach. I know, it's me now. It's me and the giant peach.
0: Oh, is that so the no,
1: no, this is me and a giant <laughs> peach.
0: <laughs> uh, I, wanna... I get in this damn giant peach. Yeah, you're like the... Oh, there you are! Uh,
2: 2024. You're like the pit.
0: Brand, I'm the pit. You're the pit.
1: Yeah. Gailed welcome it. to the pit. Brandini really pit. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. We're
0: supposed That's to stretch. It was a stretch. Mm hmm. Are right, you guys ready for the last Keanu movie? Yes, please. It's from 1991. Mm. I'm going back in time It is a Gus Van Sant movie with both him and River Phoenix titled Whoa. My own private Idaho. Yes,
2: that's a big deal. Oh, to me. I feel like that has to be Brandon. You got to guess first this time. No,
0: nope, it's to you, it's to you if you want to guess first. But whatever you prefer.
2: Okay, so do you want to do say... prices
0: right rules this time, Chip?
2: We can do it. No, it's okay. No, no, we're not going to change the rules up. Uh, I'm going to say seventy three percent on this
0: one. Okay, eighty five percent. Eighty oh, five percent. So close. And You really should have done those prices right rules because it is it, an 80%. <laughs> Brandini is five off, five oh. You are seven under. And here we are again. Brandini taking it away with the five-o. Welcome. Win. He to knows the what he's talking about. He just
2: knows what he's talking about. That's it.
1: Welcome.
2: He's all he's, right. Uh, Pull
1: those pants down for that front spanking, little gentleman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh congratulations while it's
2: hot.
1: <laughs> just came up right behind him and just chopped their dicks off
2: right? it was Is a double dick dicks? yeah he did double the, du- the double dick the two dicks yeah two I dicks from his neck
0: one was like a long pencil <laughs> are, those tiny dicks? Are, those t- <laughs>
2: are those tiny dicks no those are fingers, those are fingers. Those are fingers. Uh
0: thank you so much for joining me on this game of Magnetized. Thank you all for joining us on this wonderful ep of Polarized. Thank you Chip for being down and I hope this is not the last time but just the first in a series of Polarized podcast moments that we get to share together because I think you're a natural and I had a great time and I you're agree. a natural storyteller thank you. when it comes to going to the movies and we're all about all about going to the movies. Um, yes. Thank you so much. And now I would like to reveal our next movie that we will be discussing. Uh, well, I guess. So the next one will be, wait, we're going to do oceans 11, right? Brandon, but that's mm-hmm. going to be for new years. Yeah. And this is probably after that. Now I'm confused. We're going to be doing oceans 11 for new years. Uh, We're going to be doing home alone Two pretty soon as well. If not, we might've already done those. And this is coming out after is now what I'm realizing. So this is just an open-ended invitation to continue on with the podcast. It might be die hard with a vengeance. I'm revealing all of my cards here. But those are some of the some of the movies that we will be featuring on our lovely podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Uh, if you are joining us for the Ocean's Eleven podcast, I just want to say that's our going to be our oldest movie we've ever done. It's going to be a New Year's episode. It's going to be 48 percent by the critics and 81 percent by the audience. Very special. Ep. Um, otherwise, join, join us for any of the other ones. Uh, Chip. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate your time.
2: Yes, Uh, sir. Thank you.
0: Anything you want to share with the people, uh, the person, the you and you and I or Brandon that.
2: No, I just say. earlier. uh, No, yeah, I think the only thing that I didn't get to say earlier was, you know, thank you all for having me. And uh, thanks for involving me in this. I know that like my story was a little silly, but uh, I'm happy that I got to tell it. And, And I hope that it, uh, inspired some people here um, who are listening in to check this movie out because it really was a, a pretty fun movie and Agreed. go have some fun with your buddies and watch it together. Yeah, that's what I would say. Go spill popcorn. your popcorn it's a pretty movie. Yeah. Have some fun with it.
0: Agreed. Brandini, Anything else?
1: No. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, that's all I got.
0: Please reach us on twitch.tv slash pod on X at Polarizepod. Uh, if you want to send us a line on gmail.com slash the pod. We'd love to hear from do you there. It. Any movie ideas, any segment suggestions, any love slash hate mail. We love you all and we cannot wait to be with you next time. And goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye
4: Bye-bye Lou Hello, Lou Hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: be just sing I'll be just sing I'll bring a sand
0: I'll brand in the sand